This is a Demon FM podcast. Hi, my name is Shah and I'll be your host for today. This is a special podcast from Demon FM in support of children in need. You can donate via our link of demon-media.co.uk forward slash give. You can donate whatever you can, as little as you want. Everything makes a difference. In honour of children in need, we have several members kindly offer to share some of their time with us. They're going to share some of their favourite memories when they were children to show what children deserve growing up. Our first guest today is our podcast producer, Reese. Hello, thank you for having me. No problem. So, yes. what's your best childhood memory? Oh, that's quite a few. Go for them all. I remember quite early on when I was very little, probably about three or four. Yeah. Um, it was shortly after my parents separated. Don't oh. worry, it ends well. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, back when I was in mostly in the care of my mum, when she went off to work, she would drop me off around my nana's. Yeah. And I used to love it there because I'd get spoiled rotten. I remember waking up, jumping on my um, grandparents' bed whilst they were still trying to sleep <laughs> so that I could watch Cartoon Network and The Lion King. And then my nana would take me around the park, her and her friend Vera, um, and we'd just walk around the park and play poo sticks over the bridge. What's poo sticks? It's where you grab a stick and you drop it on one side of the bridge. Oh, and, you and then you turn around. Yeah. Oh, I think everywhere is a different place for that. I can't remember what it's called, but I've never heard poo sticks as a name. I mean, I think that's where Winnie the Pooh comes from. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and then after that, she'd buy me a jam donut. And I'd Dream. sit at hers. I'd sit at, remember, sitting at the table, just waiting for my nana to put that plate down. Cartoon Network on in the background. And yeah, I'd sit eating my jam donut. Yeah. A simpler time. Simpler time when you didn't have to write an essay. Yeah, before life, <laughs> like real life. The biggest struggle was waiting for that donut to get put down. Yes. I mean, another memory that I'm quite fond of is when my, um, also involving my other set of grandparents, yeah. my paternal grandparents. So my dad would pick me up from school every Friday because we'd spend the weekend with him. Um. And to, in, in primary school, he'd always take us to the local corner shop yeah. and get us a bag worth of sweets, uh, a pound in total. Yeah. Because back in my day, kids, a Freddo used to cost about 5p, 10p if you went to the right uh, news agents. Yeah. And you had like little tubs of 1p sweets. I never um, saw a 1p sweet, but I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Before, before your time, lovey. Um yeah, my dad used to take me and my sister down there and we'd get like a pound worth of sweets and we got yeah. to practice maths that way because we'd have to... Yeah. My dad would make us count the money ourselves. He'd often treat us to a magazine of some sort. I remember distinctly Rugrats Around the World was a favourite magazine and I learnt so much geography and cultural stuff from those. Sadly, I don't have them anymore. Oh, um, have a collection of them. Somewhere, maybe. Oh, I used to love reading them. I'd spend hours just reading through them. I've never heard of them before. Oh, no, it's so good. Learned so much. Again, this I would have been probably six or seven. You would have yeah. been just born, probably. Probably about two. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, we'd sit down with our bag of sweets and watch cartoons after school. Uh, my nana would be sat in her chair, probably cursing and effing and blinding. She was a sassy nana, my um, paternal grandma. Yeah. Um, granddad would have his nose buried in a newspaper. The only way to get his attention was to say, do you want a cup of tea, granddad? Mm. Ed would pop up. 
Um, yeah, my dad would sit there and take us swimming every now and then. Yeah, you know. It's just a little thing. So yeah. You remember. Yeah. Like, I didn't, obviously I want to go to Disneyland now, but I never needed that no. kind of thing. I was, I remember those times and obviously it's ironic because as a kid you like spend a lot of your time thinking I want to be a grown-up so I don't oh, have yeah. to stick that. to rules anymore and then you realize that being an adult sucks because yeah. things cost money and yeah. responsibilities are a thing that happen and then you're like I want to be a kid again you know I'm grateful for the childhood I have because it's yeah. who I am now hot mess I may be but but your little things like you know your favorite memories are just a little things, so it yeah. is you you didn't need everything in the world to be happy. No. You just needed your family to spend a pound on you. Oh and yeah, you felt special. Yeah, and yeah. just feel so happy thinking back then. Yeah, mm. thank you. Um, I wonder if I have any other memories I can share. Going Lanzarote with um the whole side of my mum's side of the family. How old were you then? I think I was about nine, maybe. Right. Oh, I might have been eleven. I might have been a bit older. It's difficult to tell. I look so young. Yeah, um, you do. Yeah, we just booked this massive villa yeah. out and we had a pool. And me and my sister put on like a talent show, dance show for all the family. I find that happens a lot when you're a kid. You always like put talent shows yeah. on dance performances. You never could dance. My sister was the choreographer. She taught, we did a dance to a Grease number. I can't remember which one now. <laughs> There's course. a video of it somewhere. And I did like a comedy sketch bit because I did like Little Britain and everything. And I used yeah. to be really good at doing it. Not so much now. And afterwards, they pretended to like come backstage and meet us. And <laughs> mine's are never that dramatic. <laughs> oh, you you know me. Yeah, no diva. And then I also got a few cheeky sips of um cocktails when we went to the cocktail bars. Cool. And they'd bring them out. They were the fancy cocktails with like all of the palm trees and the sparklers inside them Ooh. and everything. And but now my mum and stepdad live out there, so I get to visit them whenever I want. Really. Yeah. So you have good memories when you even think about her, like starts yeah. off young, your memories of her. Yeah. I mean, my um, maternal grandparents would have been going there for like decades. All right. And then we all went together as a family and my mum and stepdad fell in love with the place and then eventually decided to move out there. But yeah, for me, it's because it's somewhere I have gone to since childhood regularly. Yeah. It's almost like home from home. Yeah. Like I, when I go now, I don't need to do all the touristy stuff because I've done it all. I just... Yeah, yeah. Like it feels more like you know the place, like oh, have yeah. memories of there for years. Oh yeah, which is really good. There. Yeah, I had I I complain about my childhood because I was bullied a lot at school, but who wasn't yeah. really, you know? But uh, no, I I had a good childhood. I had a loving family. Still do. That was yeah. I had a loving family. I have a very loving family. Yeah. I don't tell them how often enough how much I love them and appreciate them. So if they ever happen to listen to this, I love you all very much. And I just hope that if I ever become a parent, I'm not planning to at any immediate point, but also to like my two-year-old nephew, I want to try and replicate that for him, those yeah. kind of memories. Yeah. Yeah. And you always need a good memory. Exactly. But yeah, I think that's all I've got to all right. give you for thank now. Thank you very much for joining me. Thank you for having me. This has been Reese. Yes. Shall I send in the next guest? Yes, thank you. All right. Our next guest is... Assistant Technician Yara. Hello. Hello. Uh, thanks for having me. It's no problem. So what is your fondest childhood memory? Um, one that comes to mind when you say childhood memory is um, 
my grandparents uh, used to drive me around and I can sleep at night. All right. Um, because it used to be very difficult for me to like basically like sleep. Right. Um, I used to be a very active kid. So um, just to even put me in the room, yeah. let alone like just um, have me actually sleep is really difficult. So they used to drive me around um, like different places where I used to live and yeah. they used to have um, a small pillow and my baby blanket with them. <laughs> Um, and they did it until I was about like six because right. it just used to be so difficult for me to sleep. So they used to do it when I, even when I was like really, really young. Um, they just carried out the tradition really. Um, and because I used to live with my grandparents. Right. So that's why they used to always do it. Um, but it was really nice because it then happened to be um, something that we just used to do for fun. So we'd yeah. leave, we'd have dinner outside. We'd go like to different like sandwich shops and okay. get like my favorite sandwich and sometimes even go for smoothies. Um, and then basically instead of it just being a way to get me to go to sleep, it started being something that was a tradition that we used to do. Yeah. Like every, almost every night we started doing it. Yeah. It's like um, special for you guys to go. Out and yeah. Do, basically. Yeah. Cause obviously like my, um, my siblings would be around, but it used to be just us. Yeah. So my siblings, it was so easy for them to fall asleep or they would be like busy doing something else. And it was just the three of us. So we'd go, yeah. um, and just literally just go out in the car. Um, and, and funny point, actually, I still have that baby blanket with me yeah. at uni until now oh. and it just brings back so many good memories because I just every time I see it I just remember my grandparents yeah because I have like my baby blanket but it's at home yeah. like under my bed like I know exactly where it is yeah but. I literally still use it till now it's like the softest blanket ever and um, it's a bit oh. big it's not that small like mine is um, like ripped all holes in it and it's oh. like tear bits off like I didn't look after it yeah no I, I used to be very overprotective over it so oh. like I'd wash it I'd literally look at it while it's in like oh. the uh, <laughs> it's actually being washed because I used to like like I want it I want it now um, but yeah I think that's my favourite one I think it's really special looking back at all these times like even when I go home now my like my family would still take me and do all these things because yeah. it's just a little bit of a memory like we yeah. had together it's just a little bit of like looking down what we used to do yeah. um, we used to do it a lot for Christmas as well Yeah. Um, we had a lot of different places that would put like the lights up yeah. and um, like a massive tree and like a certain like um like what was it like a, a huge park that we had yeah um so instead of us just going to um look around we'd, yeah. we'd go do the same thing so we'd go around like have a couple of like maybe like a smoothie maybe some food and then go to the um where they're lighting up like yeah. trees and everything and just literally just roam around the cars and just watch everything sometimes you park on the side go down like you know walk around everybody yeah. buy like Christmas hats the ones that have like different like patterns on them um, and then go back and you know make me sleep on the way back home yeah. so yeah I think it's these are like the first things that come to mind when you ask yeah. me about like it's like it was memories. like so simple but it meant so much to you because it came yeah. like a tradition of like you wanted to do in the end yeah, yeah basically we'd still do it like I said so now obviously not to get me to sleep but I am one of those people that like sleeps on like transportation <laughs> in general so I think it just carried out with me since I was a kid but yeah it's really nice to have that tradition especially yeah. with like your grandparents because not a lot yeah. of people get to spend that much time yeah. with them and I think it's really really important to have that special like moment and yeah. memory just with them yeah yeah we used to also go to this like city that was like about three hours away from where i used okay. to live um and 
my grandfather again that my grandparents were involved my mum yeah. was involved like most of the family used to come up with us but like the people that I remember the most are my grandparents because yeah. I was like basically and we were in the same house together and yeah. they raised me my mum used to work a lot so yeah. um yeah they used to take care of me so we used to take go to this place and my grandfather knew the owner of the um of the hotel yeah. so we used to always like walk around and like go to the um like the snacks bit and we used to always be able to get like free snacks um and then go to the pool like before it's open and after it's closed like basically vip yeah. as much as you yeah, have when you're a kid like that to you that is like yeah. such a cool thing to be able you to go so to the special. pool yeah go to the pool and nobody else can um so yeah a lot of our summers were spent there a lot of times even if you just want to get away yeah. like for a week or a weekend or a couple of days yeah. it's so easy for like everybody to just be like okay get in the cars we're going yeah um yeah that's also something that's nice also because it then also became a tradition because of the fact that we used to go there for if you don't go on a holiday then that's where yeah it's like our holidays kind of holiday, used to yeah. be but it's fun as well because we knew a lot of people that lived in that city yeah. and like i said my grandfather's like friend was basically the owner so yeah. he used to get a lot of um there's a lot of events that we used to be able to go to and his family would be there and we'd have dinner together i think it's really important to like also have that like as an ongoing thing yeah so yeah, that was that was pretty special as well yeah it's just always little things that just like make yeah. it it's like you can stay in a pool later than everyone else it's like it just makes you feel so yeah happy. such a yeah. small thing but looking back at it now like i remember how happy i was yeah. to be able to do it so yeah it was, it was very special to look back on it all right yeah. thank you very much for joining no us worries. thank you for making much. me laugh so much <laughs> right. thank you our next guest is the deputy station manager tom tom oh, what is your favorite childhood memory Favourite childhood memory. So this has probably got to be like one of the most important holidays of my life, if not the biggest yeah. one. So I grew, up, I grew up in like inner city Birmingham. There's not a fat lot to do. We're far away from the shores yeah. and all that. And uh, my dad left my family but when I was quite young. So yeah. money was also always pretty hard up. Yeah. You know, like the school uniform rush was always like a big deal in my house like yeah like where can we scrimp and save can we get these black trousers from like primark or something to just save a bit of cash yeah things like that and we hadn't been on holiday as a family for quite a long time yeah and i think my mum always tells me the story of us going to somewhere in spain when i was like a little baby yeah <laughs> and um uh, the most important thing she says about that holiday is that I fell down the stairs. <laughs> I was about three at that point, so it was quite a big deal. Yeah. Um, so so we had this... Uh, my mum's work friend was quite a close friend of the family at the time. His name was Leon. And we went to this, like, shopping park, I guess, like out in the middle of nowhere with him, me and my mum and my little sister and him, Leon. And we, we spent the day there shopping around yeah. there was loads of like little outlets there i've got myself a pair of new shoes which are pretty nice <laughs> saving up my pocket money that was <laughs> and i used to get really travel sick back then as well so when i was in the car i used to lie down on the back seat and like okay. try and go to sleep or just just close my eyes for the whole thing because you couldn't take me anywhere if i was, I was sitting up all right mm. so we finished up at that shopping park and we were like all right, let's go back to Birmingham, back to home, they said really suspiciously. <laughs> and so there I am, lying on the back seat for a couple of hours. And I woke up at some point, and we were driving through the country still. And I was like, this doesn't look anything like Birmingham. What is this? 
bit suspicious. Yeah. What's this isn't the concrete jungle that I know and love. <laughs> and there I am just looking out the window really suspiciously, even though I'm feeling a little bit nauseous looking at everything past by. Didn't looking out the window help? Did that make it worse? That makes it worse, oh, yeah. Everyone I've known, it's like, look out the window, it makes it all better. <laughs> you, it's like, go to sleep, close your eyes. It really doesn't. Like, loads of people tried everything, even my teachers. Like, they tried to fool me into thinking that putting newspaper under my seat during like coach rides would stop me from being travel sick and I was what? like mm, yeah no 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 that didn't work at all where did that come from <laughs> I knew they were joshing me yeah and that didn't help at all I used to have like anxiety pills and stuff to try and stop me yeah so that's all of that and we're driving through the country again um and we start like slowing down coming off the motorway going down these little a roads and I saw signs for this thing called pontins okay and I was like, that, that, that's not a place in Birmingham. So I'm looking out the window even more intensely. And we arrive at this Pontins holiday park. Yeah. And I was like, hold up, we're going to Pontins. This isn't home, where are we? Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and both my mom and Leon just turned around really dangerously just to look at my smile. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, <laughs> we're on holiday. How old are you at this point? I, God, I must have been like, 10, 11. All right, so you were very, like, innocently, like, confused of why are we here? Yeah, just like, just, <laughs> just having, like, a, just like a brain, like, a blackout because I'm focused on trying not to be sick, but also yeah. I'm really confused and also really excited for yeah. this, this wonderful holiday experience that I'm about to and have. And you didn't expect it, so it was out of nowhere and it was, like, out of nowhere, yeah. so much at once. It absolutely fooled us all. And it yeah. turns out that beforehand I'd been... I've been like corralled downstairs at my home. Yeah. So that Leon can go and pack all my things into a suitcase <laughs> and chuck them in the boot. <laughs> it was absolutely great. Yeah. And we spent we spent like a like a whole week there. Oh, all right. It was absolutely fantastic. Little eleven year old me by the seaside and walking around on the beach and all that. How far was it from Birmingham then? Quite far. Quite far, yeah. So took, oh. took about Three hours to get back home, I think. Yeah. So fair, fair way on the. On you the didn't boat. notice that long yeah. in the car, like this is getting suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> Should have been there by now. I want to get back in my bed in my Spider-Man pajamas. Oh no. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so yeah, that's like one of the defining memories of my childhood, I guess. You got anything else, or is that literally like one of the best memories? That's probably the most important holiday right. I've been on. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it just kind of like you know, holidays are just. Kind of an expected thing. Yeah, like you ex- you get excited leading up to them, you know it's going to happen. Yeah, and it was only like during secondary school that, you know, I was telling people about this little ponting trip. And he's like, yeah, we go there like every year and we yeah, go on little caravan holidays all the time and we go, my mom takes me to Spain and all that. Yeah, but when it's like you can't afford it, like that little thing of them like going away to like surprise you is literally like the most amazing thing that could have happened. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, like I can't. Imagine how much time it would have taken my mom to like save up for yeah. like a week in yeah. Pontins, which wasn't cheap at the time. It's, oh. it's no Butlins, but <laughs> it's still special as anything. Yeah, yeah. So that's probably it for me. All right. Thank you for joining me. Thank you very much. Hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. I hope you're enjoying the Children in Need podcast. I just want to remind you that you can donate at demon media.co.uk forward slash give just a reminder that any little you donate helps and so give what you can if you are able to thank you
Hi. We're turning the tables up now because, sadly, Charlotte can't be here for the whole podcast. So I'm taking over as main host. But before she has to go, she's kindly agreed to give us her best childhood memories. So, uh, Charlotte, any particular memories that come to mind? I mean, before you mentioned it, you didn't have like a main signature memory. It was yeah, I just, loads of little bits. I just don't have a memory. So everything's just uh, like a mix of things. Like I nothing mean, stands out to me. Like it's just a lot of like family being yeah. together. Like that's what meant to me. It's like we could go on holiday and be like abroad. But it's like it's the fact of I was there with my family, not the uh, fact of like yeah. I haven't been on holiday abroad for like like a family holiday for like five maybe more years it's like it's not a fact of like tom said who's like everyone be showing off being like oh i go on these really fancy holidays like they don't have to be fancy to mean something to you it's like going on a family holiday and having like my grandparents and my aunts and uncles there is like meant so much like yeah it just meant more to me than being like oh i'm going on holiday to like spain like as you said as well like you could have gone to disney and stuff like i've never been there like my boyfriend would go to Disney like every year, but it's like, that's something I want to do in life. But it's like, yeah. I had girls in my year showing off like, oh, I'm going to Disney for the 15th time. And I'm like, yeah. as I said to you, like little things mean so much more than the big things. Of, yeah. like, you can buy me like a thousand pound phone, but that's happy for like two minutes. Like, yeah. Or you could hang out with me for two days and it's like so memorable. Yeah, A lot of, you know, like, Things that just happen on the spot. It's like Yeah. Spontaneous things. It's just like I just really enjoy like for my nan's seventieth birthday, all my family met up for a weekend of like I was in sixth form, like so yeah. this isn't really childhood. But it's like we I were, know, but Yeah, it's like my whole family just met up for a weekend and we stayed in some like house rented like a house thing for the weekend and it's like so different, like something you don't do every day. So it's so yeah. like memorable and special. Like I talked to my aunt about something that I would never talk to her about because I don't see her every day. Yeah, it's just really special. Of like, you can talk to her some about stuff you won't talk about, especially as like being older. It's like you can talk to them about life, whereas before they're last like, you're a kid. Like, just talk to me about the nonsense. Yeah. Like, I used to talk to them about how much I used to like watching the washing machine go around. Like, they're not really interested <laughs> about that. Like, when you grow up, they're like, cathartic. Oh, it's so entertaining. Still, <laughs> sit there in my uni flat. Ooh. Anyway, yeah, it's just like the little things of like being able to hang out with them and talk to them about stuff. It's getting like getting a hug when you needed it. Oh yeah. Yeah. My favorite, that's great memories. Just like getting hugs from my mum when I was upset. It's like the and joy in that. Like when they'd wake you up on Christmas morning and they'd, they'd <laughs> you got be, woken they'd up, like, I would wake them up. Like apparently six AM's too early. Yes. Santa's not finished yet. But no like still doing his they rounds. Would, they Can't would, wake they up. would put in the effort for you on days like Christmas. Yeah. Like it was like you're the special like opening little presents, being excited. And then yeah. it's like now like, I'll take the Prosecco mixed drink you're giving me because I can't remember what it's called right now. That's all I want. Oh, yeah. Bucks Fizz. Bucks Fizz, yeah, that's it. I'll take a Bucks Fizz. Yeah. Apart from I don't like it, so I shove loads of orange juice in it. But nice. still. You're in it the crowd now. Like you're in like I like being older with my memories because it's like I'm in with the group of like I get involved it's yeah. like I can be in the conversations and stuff rather than when you're younger it's a lot of yeah. I'm going to open my presents and you're going to film me yeah. yeah but you had a happy childhood yeah, yeah. I mean obviously ups and downs as every child does yeah. do but from the sounds of it you had a very loving and supportive family yeah. and that's why yeah. that's why I think it's so hard to find like a memory it's a like, specific one it's just a lot of continuous like 
Because I just enjoy That's like good though. Because my favorite thing is just going out. Like you could take me to like B and M, like great shop. Like when mom's like, "Do you want to go B and M?" I'm like, uh, "Yes, absolutely." I'm like, just some memories of like, not even memories. It's just like it's like it happens like every day. It's like you don't need to go out and be like, "We're gonna go to the Ritz in London." I'm like, "I'll go B and M for a week yeah. and like a trip out." Favorite thing. Less is more, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Like getting money spent on you doesn't make it important if it's a good thing like children need it's like yeah it's not about giving to like get important stuff it's more about like giving so people can be happier like giving these kids a chance a chance of just being like they've been dealt bad hands bad hand but if you can help them in a little way it's like we'll make their day like make their life probably yeah absolutely being able to make sure they can eat for a week is amazing for them like clothed they can be looked after yeah yeah uh, yeah but what's the saying it's like just like a flower can't choose where to bloom a child can't choose yeah. their life yeah i totally get what you mean yeah yeah just a little um, things in life are like the best things in life yeah and that means a lot thank you no thank you thank <laughs> you for sharing your time with us and for elaborating on well basically what this podcast is about, yeah. about why it's important to have these memories and yeah what matters it doesn't have to be a luxurious extravagant it's just the simple things the comforts yeah. the basic essentials yeah yeah just mean a lot like yeah yeah oh thank you no thank you and um yes yeah, sadly charlotte has to go now but thank you for hosting the first no part problem. i will be taking the reins from here on in the podcast and uh yes we've got a few more guests to join us uh so stay with us Thank you. See you, Charlotte. Bye. And joining us now is our head of TV, Lernie Meyer. Hello. Hello. So, as you know, we're doing this podcast for Mm -hmm. children in need and we're asking for people about their childhood stories. Uh, Are there any particular moments of your childhood that stand out to you? I think one of them would be when I was younger. I lived on an island, so like I lived really close to the beach. Um, and when it was the summer holidays, my dad would often be off during the days more than my mum because my mum worked weekdays, whereas my dad did shift work. Right. So he, I've got a brother and a sister, which are both younger than me. And sometimes we'd put a picnic together and then we'd just walk down to the beach. Where it was literally two minute walk down the road um, and we just sit on the beach and have a picnic and just have a bit of fun on the beach so I remember like being with my brother and sister having fun there then maybe we'd go and play in the garden after but I really love the beach and I think that might be one of the reasons why I love it so much because I've always been so close to it yeah so yeah you're an islander yes mm-hmm. you're from Guernsey that's me yes uh and you d- this is we've had this discussion with quite a few people that have been on. It's not necessarily the like extravagant you know events mm. within your um childhood that stick out most to you. It's more the personal, intimate ones. So this one, yeah. obviously, with your family, who I'm sure many of our listeners will agree, family drives you crazy at times. <laughs> oh, absolutely. What's that saying? Can't live with them. Can't live without them. Yeah. But when the moments are good, they're really good. And. and- they're almost better when you're far away from them, I've learned recently. Yeah. <laughs> no, there are some good memories with them. I think I've actually, I've got another um, sort of good childhood memory. And that's when I was younger, My some of my family live in France. Yeah. So we would get the boat over <laughs> to St. Malo and then drive the whole way across France to the south of France. 
and that would take maybe about 12 hours depending on like how much often we'd stop and things like that and we would just make a massive thing of it like it okay it was kind of extravagant because we were going on holiday but the aspect that I liked of it was the fact that it was just us guys in the car having fun we'd play like loads of different games we'd have snacks we'd stop at the services and things it was just we'd have like these little DVD players Mm. um, and we'd watch some DVDs we would have the like classic music and we'd like have a little bop along jams Yeah. yeah it was just so much fun and it was I wouldn't say it's like a time to bond but it kind of was because there was also the time to wait for the boat the time on the boat we would get a bit annoyed at each other don't get me wrong yeah but, and like on when i was younger me and my brother didn't get on the best like i found him really annoying i don't know why i just sibling rivalry yeah happened i think it was also partially just because he was a boy and i was like ew why is it disgusting um especially my own brother yeah. exactly <laughs> but then it was like looking back on it we did actually have a lot of fun times that's that story that you've told me is quite literally like the definition of it's not the destination, it's the journey. Oh, 100%. Like we, because we'd be going to see my gran and my family, I would be really looking forward to seeing them. But I would always the, really look forward to the journey as the well. It was one of the, the best way. bits. Yeah. One of my favourite games we used to play was we, in one of the hotels we stayed at along the way one time, it had all of the area codes in France because they have the last two digits on their number yes. plates is the area code. So whether they're from Paris or St. Malo or those kind of areas. Yeah. Um, and we would play bingo. So as we were on the motorway, we would try and get every single number. I think we managed to get every single number one time and Ooh. we'd do it on the way there and on the way back. It was so much fun. A momentous occasion. Mm-hmm. At that and point, it, we were just like, let's turn back because this trip isn't going to get any better. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> but we'd get really stressed about, oh my gosh, we haven't found 22 yet. And then we'd be like, can we go more around the 22 areas to try and get one? Yeah. And my dad would be like, no, we're going home. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously a long journey home, but we yes. were going home. So yeah. Aw, cute. Yeah, absolutely wild. <laughs> That's adorable. It's We've said it a lot already but it really is it, it's the smallest things because mm. the example that we've given previously is oh you know yeah a trip to a family holiday to disneyland is great mm. but that's not particularly what stands out to me yeah and i mean when i was younger we went to like legoland one time um because we were going to see family in austria and i really enjoyed going to legoland and all that and looking back on the photos you can see we were really happy but i don't think it's necessarily just because we were there that we were having a good time yeah it was just because we were like stress-free we weren't my mum and dad weren't at work we weren't having to be like do your homework so it was just (laughs) a good time holidays are like the peak of life whether yes. you go away somewhere or whether it's just like a staycation, yeah. they are the peak. It's the best time. Especially with your loved ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, thank you so much for sharing that story with us, Lerny. That's okay. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you. It's been a pleasure to be here. Uh, well, good job on not dropping your French accent. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, kidding. Uh, but yes. Oui, oui, monsieur. Oh, sacre bleu. Oh, I could say, actually, can I say two two French things? So these, as long as they're PG, yes, one hundred percent. So these are two phrases that, when we were younger, my mum speaks fluent French. She lived in France for a while. My dad yes. speaks a little bit of French. He taught. These are like the two first phrases I remember being taught. Ma plume de ma tante. Guess what that means? Ma plume de ma tante. Pass. My old aunt's pen. Okay. And also, ah, huga, assage de labra. I've definitely pronounced that wrong, but it's along those lines. It's been a while since I've heard it properly. 
No idea. Oh, look, a monkey in the tree. <laughs> so we would be going down in the car and just be saying these phrases. We'd we'd randomly ro- walk around the shops and all these French people would be like, what is going on? And English we found it hilarious. People, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Halfway. Yeah, half English, half not. <laughs> on the borderline. Well, wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us, Lenny. You. You've been a delight as always. Says you. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much. And uh, yes, we'll bring in our next guest. Bye. And joining me now is the deputy head of Demon TV, Alice Arnold. Hello. Thanks for having me here. No, my pleasure. Thank you for taking the time to join us. Always, always happy to. So obviously the theme is happiest childhood memories, Mm -hmm. moments that stand out to you because it's for children in need. And we want to remind everyone of what their childhood was like and why it's so important that kids have happy childhoods. Yeah, for sure. Um, I want to tell you a story about something that happened to me when I was younger and it definitely impacted who I am as a person today. Brilliant. So when I was around seven or eight for my birthday, um, my parents bought me a little like handheld camera and a little tripod. Um, I still use this tripod today for filming um, because it was a decent tripod and it it holds like light cameras. Um, And I used to make videos with my friends all the times like, fake news um we used to pretend we were in like a news story um and then for like i can't remember how old i was i think i was about 12 my parents bought me a green screen for christmas oh wow so like it was something that they'd been saving for for me to have and it was a very different thing to what my other friends were getting um but one of my happiest memories were just like sitting in my like our extra room and just making videos making these shows and it's lovely that your family encouraged this and fully were just like yep you Mm -hmm. want a green screen you got it you want a camera (laughs) go for it and it set you on the path that you're on today yeah for sure I think that if I didn't do any of that I wouldn't be doing media at uni I wouldn't be doing half the stuff I'm doing right now I because at my school I didn't have any sort of media courses no I didn't do media at all before uni but I made my own videos as a kid and I used to just sit in my room and edit and I would save up all my pocket money for editing software. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was it was a big thing for me. And I think having opportunities like that is a big thing and definitely impacts who you are when you are later in life. Absolutely. Uh, and you also, do you have any other stories for us? Yeah, they're kind of completely like different sort of area um but something I used to do all the time when I was younger was I would love going on drives um it's a bit weird especially late at night when it's dark you weren't the one driving can I just clarify no (laughs) um I wasn't um my dad used to drive me most of the time but then when my sister started driving she would take me um not like very far maybe just to the shop but something like that it was just really nice and then I got to sit and talk to my my family and have like because we lived such busy lives, my parents worked quite long hours. Yeah. And that time together was really nice and special. Yeah. Because you were doing it with sort of, you weren't like forced together, but you know, like, it sounds really weird. But By you know when happy, you, happy circumstance. Yeah. It's like when you go on a date with someone, you don't want to go to the cinema where you don't talk. Yeah. You want to go like to bowling or something like that. It was like a massive, great opportunity and natural opportunity to talk without just going, I need to go downstairs and speak to my family now because they're home. 
it was just because then it feels a little bit forced kind yeah, of thing yeah. yeah and I really enjoyed that and I think even today my when my dad will come and pick me up from Leicester he loves doing that because um he gets to sit and we get to talk to each other for like that hour and a half journey and that's why I love him coming in the car yeah so yeah oh daddy's little girl obviously yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and I believe you said you have a Disneyland Disney World story and yeah. that, before we were saying like oh I didn't you know I didn't need a trip to Disney World don't mm-hmm. get me wrong I would have loved a trip to Disney World when I was mm-hmm. younger but I didn't need it to have a happy childhood but that doesn't mean I begrudge those that did yeah, get to yeah, go because yeah. that's a wonderful opportunity and yeah, it's really special for sure um so we went a couple of times when I was younger and it was always around Christmas time so it was really ma- magical yeah um and we go to Disney World and Universal and it like it wasn't a cheap experience no and it's the reason why we don't go now because we couldn't we afforded <laughs> it then means we can't afford it now yeah. um and that was just really really special to be able to like the four of us spent time together, just the four of us. There was no like work or anything else I had yeah. to do, especially when you're a kid, you don't have to worry about anything else. It was just, it was really amazing. And I just, I think if I ever went back to Disney, I would have to go with my family because yeah, it wouldn't be it, the same. No. And like everyone goes, if you didn't go when you were a kid, a lot of people are like, oh, I'll go with my friends. Yeah. But I would, I would have to go with my family for it to be special still. I always thought I'd like to do a mixture of both mm-hmm. maybe or yeah. what, like, if I went for two weeks, one week with family, one week with yeah, friends. that'd be really cute. Just to mix it up a bit. Yeah. Stay in the goofy lawn. <laughs> Do they let you drink in Disney World? Um, as far as I'm aware, they don't sell alcohol anywhere <sighs> apart from in like one place you have to have like a membership to. I think it's like really oh expensive. Oh God, yeah. I don't know okay. it. But, hip, um, hip flask it is. I can't can't comment though. I was about eight when I was going. This is true. <laughs> oh, but wonderful. Yeah. Disney World was it? Florida. Disney World in Florida. Florida. Yeah. Oh girl, you went. Yeah. In. We went ham. You did go ham. You went the full butcher shop. Now we'll see if we can ever afford Disneyland Paris now. <laughs> I mean, the economy was stronger back then as well. Yeah, it's true. Um, um but yeah. Also, but, uh, I was younger. I didn't need as much stuff as I do now. Yes. I cost them a lot more money being at uni. Adulting. Yeah. yeah. But wonderful wonderful memories there and (laughs) thank you so much for sharing those with us not a problem um do you have any other stories you might be able to reel Um, out for us i can't think of any more right now um but i did have like such a very i do believe that i did have quite a privileged childhood i was very very lucky i didn't live in like a really privileged place but my parents made sure i had what i needed yeah and that's Mm -hmm. again that's the whole point of this podcast it's and the reason to donate to children in need for sure so that we can provide children with not just what they need but also things that they can enjoy and things that will enrich them especially exactly and, and help them later on yeah and i i do feel incredibly lucky which is why i think Same. children need is such an amazing charity yes so do go and donate on the uh, link we have said several times throughout make sure you go over to demon-media.co.uk forward slash give seriously anything and everything mm-hmm. that you can give will help and it can make all the difference to a young child's life um, but yes that's all we have time for today sadly thank mm-hmm. you very much no worries to- thanks for having me and thank you to all of our other guests as well 
uh, and the revolving door policy we've had today. I hope you listening to this have enjoyed it as well. And it's taken you on your own little nostalgic trips to your own childhood. And yeah, remember, every child deserves that because every child deserves a childhood. Yes. And that's not what everyone gets. No. Which is a shame. So. Yes, thank you so much for listening. I've been your host for the second half, Reese. I'd like to say a massive thank you to our host for the first half, Charlotte. And make sure you go and donate. And make sure that you stick around with Demon, not just Demon FM, but Demon TV and the magazine as well. Make sure to check out their websites for Demon TV. Check out their YouTube channel for the Demon magazine. Make sure you check out the Demon where they post articles. And make sure you tune into Demon FM. But finally, most importantly, make sure that you head on over to demon-media.co.uk slash give to donate. For the final time, head over to demon-media.co.uk slash give. Anything that you can give, seriously, it does help towards the future of a child in need. Uh, And what better cause is there than that? Thank you very much for listening, everyone. Have a wonderful day or night or whenever you're listening to this and we'll see you again soon. Bye.